So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. All Elite Wrestling has announced the return of the innovative of violence. John Moxley is going to be returning this week on AEW television. What else is in store for AEW? Plus, the Hardy Brothers have announced their reunion in the wrestling circuit, and this is their first reunion in three years. We're going to jump into that story. And next month, these two shows are heading to the Sci-Fi Network. We're going to tell you why in today's episode of The Top Story. Here we go. What's up, guys? This is the Virtuosa, Diana Praza with the face of Impact Wrestling, and you are watching Sports Kidia Wrestling. Like, share, subscribe, do it all, and do it now. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out! What's going on, everyone? It is that time of day. It is 6.30 p.m., and you know what that means. It's time for the top story. Jose G, Jeremy Bennett, bringing you all the news that you need to know. The top headlines of the day. What's trending? What's not trending? Uh, what's going on, everyone? Thanks for joining us. Make sure you are hitting that like button, that subscribe button, engage with the show. Throw up the heart emojis, the angry emojis. It doesn't matter. Go ahead and do that right now. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're well on our way to 25,000 subscribers. So help us get there by liking, sharing, and subscribing, and smashing that notification bell so you never miss whenever we drop brand new stuff. We just dropped a brand new interview today with Diona Parazzo, the former Knockouts champion from Impact, the current Triple A, Triple A Reina de Reinas Campeona. She, we had a great conversation. She talks Forbidden Door. She talks Mickey James. Uh, so it was a great conversation. Check that out. It's available right now on the Sports Kita YouTube channel. What's up, Jeremy? How you been, bro? Good, man. Uh, feeling good. Uh, Going to probably return to work tomorrow. Um, back to almost 100%. So uh, we'll see. That's good uh, news, man. That means you're, you're kicking COVID's ass. I'm glad to hear about that. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. But let's jump into uh, to this big story of the day today, man. John Moxley making his much anticipated return to AEW Dynamite this Wednesday on TBS. Uh, AEW announced it earlier on Twitter. Uh, we have the tweet right here appearing for the first time in nearly three months. Former AEW champion John Moxley makes his long awaited return to AEW Dynamite tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know you're pumped. I know you're a big Mox guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's your take on this, the announcement? Would you ra rather have a surprise, or do you think you uh, have the announcement <laughs> so you can get the eyes on it? I think it was pretty obvious that Moxley was coming back because, of course, Brett Lauderdale has announced that Moxley is going to defend his GCW World Championship against Homicide at, Ham at Hammerstein this Sunday on uh, Fight TV pay-per-view. So uh, it was uh, no surprise that Moxley was going to appear on this episode of Dynamite. Be interesting, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, 
where he fits in at this point. Um, mm -hmm. When he left, uh, you know, his, his best friend was Eddie Kingston. A lot has changed with Eddie Kingston since then. And now he's mixing it up with Jericho. Is he going to join Kingston in that fight? Is he, you know, it, it's kind of odd because they, they both have the similar enemy. So is there really mm -hmm. going to be a fight? It feels like there's going to be a fight. Maybe Moxley creates some peace in between those two guys. We'll see. It's going to be real great to see Mox back, though, after three months. And, uh, Real excited. He's going to get a big pop, of course, everybody being supportive of what he's been going through. So it's going to be uh, a great moment and a great pop uh, tomorrow night here on Dynamite. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> and Kevin Cullum comes with the run-in. And, oh, my God, he shows up on Top Story. I got that man's got a family. <laughs> uh, we're yeah, talking I, about the return of John Moxley at AEW tonight, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, AEW posted uh, their announcement earlier today on Twitter. Kevin, what's your take on this, man? I mean, it, would you it's, rather waited for the surprise? Um, I think AEW is in this position where they still want to pop those numbers. They're on a new network. They want that network to know that they're going to try and uh, sustain a stronger number. Mind you, their numbers aren't bad. Like the numbers for what they're doing are. are, are are very strong, very strong. Um, but they want to make people know, like, hey, you got to keep that appointment up with us on Wednesdays. You got to keep that up. I'm surprised if um, the news about GCW with Moxley being there, that was out, what, like a week ago, Jeremy? Am I right? Like mm -hmm. almost a week ago? Yeah, I think it was made an official. Uh, it was made official a few days ago, but there was an expectation that he was going to be at Hammerstein. Obviously, GCW has a business to run too, so they got to announce him ahead of time to get interest. Sell I mean, well, they, they already well, it's sold know, out. Sell, sell a pay per view. Sell you're pay -per -view. selling a pay per view. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're selling. So, a um, for for all the wrestling, I kind of get it, you know, because they they're they're like WWE fans. They have fickle fans. They have some fans yeah. like, yeah, I'll skip the show until yeah. I think it's something it's compelling. Fickle. Yeah, yeah, and I think and I think that was the right move. You know, they want to try to bump up as much numbers, and they know that they have the diehards that mm -hmm. probably haven't been watching because Moxley isn't on. But now that Moxley is on, you know, that, that's going to be an attraction for the AEW audience. So I think it was a smart move as opposed to a surprise. Even though I, I'm I'm just as a fan as a surprise as anyone, uh, but I think this was the right move for AEW. Yeah, it's the right move for them, um, and how they position him on the show is, is uh, significant. It's worth noting, you know, someone comes in, someone has to go down. You know, he comes in, he's not coming in like in a small role. He's going to come in and exactly. be in a pretty big role. So yeah. who gets booted down there? Yeah. That's, that's, he, might, that's, he might just go straight for Hangman Page, man. Who knows? He wants, well, he wants that title back at some point. He never got to compete in that tournament, so he had to get replaced. Mm -hmm. exactly. in that, he had to get replaced in that tournament. So that could be a, a way to go as well. Uh I I don't know. It'll be interesting. But like like I said earlier, I, I there really wasn't a need for a surprise just because we kind of expected it anyways with him coming back on Sunday. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's uh, certainly interesting, and it's it's a good little addition to the show. I mean, you got a lot of talent now on Dynamite every single week now. When you when you when you exactly. lay it out on paper, yeah, exactly. And it's not like we have a three hour show on Dynamite. You know, it's a two hour show. It's a limited mm -hmm. TV time. So it'll be interesting to see where he uh, where he falls in the in the whole spectrum of things over there on AEW. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's talk about another AEW talent, guys. Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy's in the news, but this time with his brother. Today we find out that the Hardy Boys are getting back together, guys. For the first time in three years, the Hardy Boys have been advertised for a local for a promotion called Big Time Wrestling, March twelfth. 
2022. This is awesome. We already kind of knew that this was going to happen at some point. Did you expect it to happen this quick? March 12th is clearly after the non-compete clause. So I think this is a great thing. But uh, what are your guys' takes on this, Jeremy? Uh, good to see. Uh, it's going to be a treat for those in Massachusetts that are uh, nearby. Uh, well, I'm not sure where Webster, Massachusetts is in relation to Boston or, or uh, any other cities there, but uh, anybody mm -hmm. in or around that area, definitely going to get a good treat to see those guys reunite. Um, it's not a surprise that they're reuniting so soon because I think Jeff is going to be in AEW as soon as Tony Khan can announce it. Mm. Yeah, as soon as they can announce it. Uh, that does line up, though, with right after that would be um, the Revolution pay-per-view. What's the date of that, by the way? It's March. Does that line oh, up with the non-compete? No, it's but it, well, Revolution is the first weekend of March, and uh, that is just before his oh, March 6th, you're right. Yeah, his non-compete non -compete ends on March 9th. March 9th, which would be, is that a Wednesday? Would he, would he be available to pop in that like that Wednesday afterward? Mm. March 9th is a Wednesday. <laughs> is exactly a Wednesday. So he would be available that Wednesday immediately following the AEW Revolution pay-per-view. Yeah. So that was, I, I'm sorry I'm doing that math, uh, that pull up the calendar the and another tab. Um, I mean, make it, it a hot, make it a hot show, the post pay-per-view yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. The, I wanted the, to uh, go down to Orlando for that, but holy crap, are flights expensive right now? Yes. Oh, so yeah. I Coming think, to I think they're real expensive. I, like I, I could go to Denver. Uh, I'm going to Denver to see Deftones in April and that's like 60 bucks each way, but going down to Orlando, it's like three fifty each way. I'm like, holy crap. So let's, I'm, let's, let's bring this back around the fur if we could. All right. So, Hey, uh, good, good, good deep reference. Uh, I think with, with Aries, I think this is what it is. And, they are already going in that direction. That's where they're going. That's where everyone knows they're going. Uh, and the fact that they get to go and do this stuff on the independence is something you don't get to do in WWE. That is a big old perk that some of the boys enjoy. Not everyone gets to enjoy it. You get to do it in very select different ways. There's other people that want to do independent dates right now that are not allowed to do it. There are other people that are allowed to do it completely because they're just not as valuable to WWE. Or uh, excuse me, all wrestling in this regard, and I do think he's th this is going to be an attraction for them. Is the Hardy Boys in yeah. WWE oh, is, a, now, is a core act? It's going to be a core act in all wrestling. Uh, but you're not. You, uh, I'm. I'm not talking in a turn here. Th this isn't the same Hardy Boys physically. Are they going to go out there and do the same things? No, but no. it's still. They're still doing a whole lot of things physically that you don't think they should do. Now, after what do, you, the years. do you change the booking of Matt? I mean, you got big money, Matt. Now, now, if you bring Jeff in, do you change uh, who Matt is? Do you make him broken? Matt you have again to. With it's the Hardy Hero? Boys. It's yeah. the Hardy Boys. I think so you what's that? What's to, that? Right? And what you know, you got this big faction that he's leading right now with the Hardy Hardy family office. But at the same time, nobody really in that faction is getting pushed. We've barely seen Private Party. Um, yep. I think Jack Evans is hurt right now, and it, and so and, and we've barely seen on Helico. Um, Butcher, I think, has gotten hurt again, and uh, I think Butcher tore a tendon in his tricep or something. It was great pretty... time to do that when his band's breaking up. Yeah. Yeah, I heard Rest about his piece every time I die. That sucks. I heard about I heard about the yeah. band breaking up too. That sucks. Um, um so but, yeah, the, the Hardy family office is pretty well decimated outside of private party. So I, I don't think it's a wild. Yeah, I don't see a big future no. for private party, man. I, no. I I if we are gonna get Jeff Hardy, ha let him have a program with his brother and let him make be be a, a package deal, right? You know, let's explore that broken universe. Do we go yeah. back to that character? You know, I think mm -hmm. that'll be great. 
Also, AEW doesn't have a lot of characters, so this will be something cool to add on yeah. to their roster. So we'll see what we'll, we'll, we'll for, have for to me, see. It's it's just the Hardys, it's the Hardy boys together as a tag team in all elite wrestling is compelling enough as it is. There's this issue of indulgence you've seen in, in all elite wrestling. When people come there, they get to control their own creative, but then you have all this kind of like fractured stuff, and you have characters that seem a little bit too similar to each other. Um, but with the Hardys, it's the Hardys, man. There's a hardcore wrestling show. They're going to come in for a little while. It's going to be straight up fishnet t-shirt Hardys jumping off ladders. <laughs> is what you're getting. It was, and- uh, it was <laughs> tremendous seeing them reunite for the first, you know, when they made that big surprise at WrestleMania, when the new day and in- in- introduced them. So one it's going to be pops of all time. Yeah. And so do it's going to be the, do we see one more final or ultimate deletion type cinematic style match in AEW? with the hardies i would say so because we've seen stuff like that before with sting and darby allen when they did that match with uh, brian cage and uh, ricky starks uh, in the warehouse so they've done stuff like that before i wouldn't be surprised if they do something like this again there was always the rumor that tony khan was not a big fan of the broken matt character but i think it was more of the fact that it was during a pandemic and so this is not a character you bring out with no crowd this is a guy you got to save for yeah. when there are crowds and now there are crowds and now you're going to reunite him, reunite him with his brother who uh, it, it wants to be Willow again too. So we'll probably see brother Nero. We'll probably see Nero. We'll probably see all the faces of Hardy and uh, that and concerns me. And Tony's going to let him just run give me it. play the hits. Play the hits, man. <laughs> that, I'm not, I'm not saying that those things won't be compelling, interesting, but play the hits. Like I get this in this, but you, how much of the hits can you play, though? I mean, you can't come out full blown out. Oh, you know, like you can't do that because that's a trademark. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. They can do that. I don't think they hand gestures aren't trademarked by WWE. So. Well, I don't know. Can't do this. Like, he, you can't. You can't go. Yes, well, yes, no, yes. He's saying no. He could. Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson said he could, but out of respect to the WWE, because he, he was he was asked not to do it, and he, yeah. and, he and out of respect, yeah. he said he wouldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. So that yeah, hand gestures and that. I mean, hell, is somebody going to sue by uh, giving the middle finger now? Is Stone Cold going to sue? You know, you can't really you can't really <laughs> trademark a hand gesture. You can't, so. you can't, yeah, you can't copyright infringe a, a, a hand gesture. Uh, guys, let's jump into our last story here uh, with the Olympics coming up and and on uh, next few weeks. Uh, there's going to be some change in programming with WWE, and today we get to find out what that change is. Both Monday Night Raw, NXT 2.0, will be heading to the Sci-Fi Network. Now, we haven't seen WWE on the Sci-Fi Network in years, but it's a little homecoming for both of them. You know, we got the Winter Olympics, but why are they doing this now, guys? Because they didn't do this during the Summer Olympics, so why the change of pace? Are the Winter Olympics a lot more important than the Summer Olympics? That's debatable. But why do you think this change? I mean, why couldn't they keep it on the same network? Why didn't the Olympics go to the sci-fi network? Some people don't get sci-fi. So uh, what's your take on this, Kevin? It's media shuffling. Um, you know, it's it's how do you strategically get the most out of the Olympic property when you're NBC Universal and you have all these different cable outlets? Can you take the hit? At that time of year, now you, what are the dates on that specifically? Uh, the uh, um, well, the, the Olympics uh, run for the February fourth. Uh, the Olympics run through the fourth to the twentieth, and uh, the Olympics are going to air on USA on the seventh, eighth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. 
So that's going to be right on top of the upcoming Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. They're yep. going to be building right up before. to. Right, right before. before. Uh, mind you, that's a Peacock property, so I, I don't think it's a, they, they win. You know, it doesn't matter. We're, you're going to be plugging that on Fox. It's also worth noting, SmackDown is the A show. Uh, you know, SmackDown is is the real, like, crown jewel of, of professional wrestling television right now. Put it this way, it is sometimes double the audience of 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 a smackdown i know some people just look at that base overnight rating no look at the rating three days out we're talking about a show that maybe six or seven million people watch two or three days after it airs in the united states alone so that that's a pretty significant thing in 2021 the olympics is a big get there's a lot of people that buy into that show maybe they looked at the strategy of what they did with the olympics in the summer which was not as successful as it should be because you didn't have fans there. You had all this different uh, COVID stuff around the Olympics first time. The Olympics is a huge, huge buy. And there's a lot of different sponsors that maybe want some other presentation to it and kind of have to service all these different masters. WWE, yes, it is a big partner for NBC Universal, but the Olympics is the Olympics. It is, it's, well, what are we going to go with? We're going to go with hockey or the Yankees. Sorry, Rangers fans. You know, you're getting bumped. That's kind of the position that WWE's in, and it it sucks. But I also think I don't I don't think WWE should move it. They shouldn't be bumped for this. This isn't you know this is like the Westminster Dog Show back in the nineties. Why? <laughs> I think they were bumped, not bumped originally with the other Olympics, just because it was such a uh, uh, it, it was not scheduled. First off, it was pushed back to twenty twenty one in the pandemic, and so I think a lot of that had to do with it rescheduling the Olympics. So sometimes the, that's part of the part of the pushback too is you had yeah. you had this mm-hmm. happen with a lot of the other sports where they would flip those games back and have with the nfl as well is the nfl didn't want to know like all right we're not going to bump these games back because of covid rules and we have to you know delay a game a week or two we're still going to be on you know we want prominent network television if we're not going to put us on the network and we have to play a game on a tuesday you know we don't want to be on espn3 no we want to be on espn you know, yeah. like we want, you know, so you have to do that kind of shuffling as well. well and that kind of happens with with the scheduling here, too. Plus the uh, the fact that NBC Universal is really pushing the fact that for the first time ever, at the same time, they've got the Super Bowl and the Olympics and mm-hmm. uh, they've run really on top been, of each other. They've really been marketing that it's actually going to be taking place at the same time. And uh, they've been really marketing that as well. So I think but that's I, probably I think people, you're going to be able to string this all in one app. Mm-hmm. You're all you're going to have all that on. This is the first time I think they're also going to have uh, it on a network app. You've always had to like CBS it one year, like you had to pay extra. Now you have to do that now with Peacock, right? To a degree. But like for a lot of people, they get it with their cable system, right? So I don't know. It's 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 odd. I, I don't think it needs to happen to WWE, but I understand why NBC right? Universal is doing it. That's it's more exactly of a, my point. For wrestling they fans, you guys are in the summer. Think, yeah, you got to think out of the bubble. It's it's more of they, they're trying to. Uh, they're trying to service a, a multiple different partners here, you know, and there's times when WWE gets stuff. You're like, wow, they get that, you know, like, especially with Fox, there's a bunch of things where you get, they did like a, they, they were part of like the pre the pre-show for the Super Bowl when Fox had the Super Bowl in year. They just did a match for it. I was like, wow, that was pretty sweet. That was a great integration. You give them the rub or something like that. And then there's a bunch of different things that NBC's done with WWE over the years that that's pretty cool as well. So I mean, that's uh, a very long relationship. That's a very long. Right We're there. talking into the '80s, so it's fine. Oh, yeah. Like this is this is about this is a bump of the road, and I do think WWE is going to try and put something special on those shows. They won't get the same audience, but they're going to try and put something special on those shows. I wonder if uh, is NXT going to get bumped as well? Yeah, are they, gonna get bumped yeah they, are. they are. They are. They're both going sure, to sci-fi. Right? Yep. So um, yeah, yep. it's Ethan. it's a it's a media move. It's a media yep. move. 
February 8th and 15th are going to be the uh, NXT episodes that get bumped. So two anyone, weeks in a row. Yeah, anyone who's like saying like, oh, this is a sign that uh, you NBC doesn't believe. No, they're, this, they're getting preempted with no. the Olympics. This no, happens. It's the Olympics, guys. Yeah. Come you, on. Like, come yeah. on. You get it. You're, you're not you're not dumb. Don't don't try and play. Huh? Don't try and play a, a, a two of hearts <laughs> like it's an ace. Yeah, in, I mean, in, in, uh, in if you, if you play game. if you play Olympic figure skating on USA, that's going to probably draw triple to quadruple of what Raw will pull in on a Monday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People all over the play all over the world watch the Olympics. It's um, it's also it's, this is the this is the sporting event that most women take to heart. Uh, this, is a, this is a sporting event that women will make the occasion to watch this. And treat it like a special thing. You don't get that with a largely female audience. You'll see it in the kind of the products that are sold. It's like, oh, wow, this is like I'm watching an award show or something like that. It's not chauvinistic. That's just the way it is. It's how these things are sold. They know what the audience is. What? Right, guys? Kevin but, said a chauvinistic, misogynistic Oh, my about, God. I said that a lot of women want to watch figure skating. I'm the worst. No. It's Twitter's going to get worst. Twitter's going to get blown up. Yeah. You're, you're going to get... Try, let's try not to get too canceled, man. Dave Barclay. Right, let's get to some of these questions. Go ahead, get to it, man. All right, man. We had a uh, we had a question here by Todd Laney. What did y'all think about Raw last night? Uh, I my mm. favorite part of last night was when Kevin Owens pinned Damian Priest. Is how much lo- I love Kevin uh, Damian Priest. Kevin Owens pinning the United States Champion, the first guy to pin him since his Raw debut. Yep, that was a good match. They did fantastic say match. About that. Yeah, and they didn't. They didn't mention it at awesome. all. They they quietly protected Priest for so long, and now had him lose the cha- the what do, what do you call it the ch- contenders match or whatever you call it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, overall, Raw was just Raw. It was okay. There were some high parts. There were some low parts. I thought I thought it was kind of funny when uh, when Ray dumped his son over the top rope in the Rumble. I, I wonder. I if mean, there's... by far, by far, that whole KO segment with and Damian Priest. I think mm-hmm. that was like the best part of Raw out of the yeah. whole, entire three hours. That yeah. was the most entertaining part of Raw. it. Was yeah, and him and Rollins work so well together. It, it's you know, and Kevin has uh, gone on record saying he wants to win tag gold because that's what's keeping him from the Grand Slam. That's all he's got left is a tag team championship. He said, I think he went on the record and said, obviously, Sami Zayn's a guy he'd love to win it with. He also mentioned Finn Balor, uh, and uh, with Finn Balor getting beat to Austin Theory, uh, maybe uh, if Kevin is not high up in that card, maybe pairing them two together might be uh, best for business. Uh, yeah, strong match with Austin Theory and Finn Balor as well. So those are the strong highlights of the show. You knew we were getting more of an angle at the end of the night with uh, Rollins and Lashley. I don't think it's a major match. They were just going to let be a match and give, you know, give it away. Yeah. Uh, so I did think it's it's raw. It's three hours. Sometimes it's a, it's a little bit of a drag. But hey, I do think Raw's been better over the past few weeks than it has been in a long time. I do think Raw benefited from the draft as well. You're starting to see the combinations kind of click there a little bit. There's some stuff that's kind of, eh, like, like, all right, you could really rub this up. This seems like you guys are putting a little, too many more pages in this book than you need to with some, uh, some of the mid-card things, but not all bad. I thought the graduation Uh-oh. ceremony was not going to be great. It turned out to be a pretty good segment. I actually kind of liked that segment a little bit. Yeah, uh, that, and, that was yeah, the Alpha Academy. Uh, you're giving with the, with Gable. The, you're giving Gable oh, that was also really entertaining, too. Yeah, I really yeah. liked that, too. You're giving Gable more mic time, too, man. So, it, it, you know, giving Gable more mic time is a good idea. Four point Hashtag don't cancel Kevin and hashtag cancel Kevin. Oh, man, wow. Gotta, wow. What? We got to split. We're going to cancel split. me because I said a, a women tune in for the Olympics. Here, come, here comes the pitchforks. <laughs> <laughs> oh great great uh, uh, yeah, i'm gonna they're gonna get me they're coming to get me i'm done that's it that's the end of my career guys i'm not <laughs> nice knowing uh, you. 
my comedy career over with. Yep. My radio career. Because God yeah. forbid you tell a joke that offends people. I didn't tell a joke. I said the <laughs> women watch the Olympics. It's a fact. People know that. <laughs> it is a fact. The demographic is high for, for, yes. for female watchers. So you're absolutely right about that. <sighs> All right, guys. Let's get out of here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget. Uh, to subscribe to the podcast, uh, make sure you follow us and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your major podcast. We're on our way to 25,000 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you so much. So help us by getting there, by liking, sharing, and subscribing, smashing that notification bell so you know whenever we drop brand new content, brand new interview right now with Diona Parazzo. So make sure you check that out right now. Uh, Kev, what you got going on this week, man? Oh, dude, I'm I'm so busy. I'm stacking up a bunch of different comedy shows in the weeks coming up. I think I have a show every single week in February. And this Saturday in Valparaiso, Indiana, at the Market Lounge, I'll be performing with Marilyn Rice Cub. You've seen her on It's Always Sunny. She's Gail the Snail. Love her. Uh, and I'll, I'll be with her. And then I'm trying to line up some big shows with uh, some of you're familiar with, Jose, in the Texas area during WrestleMania week. I will be doing a show. Uh, not too far from where uh, from Royal Rumble is, and I'll be announcing that like in the next few days. So it'll be popping up. Also, if you're going to be in Chicago for All Elite Wrestling, I may be doing a show two blocks away from the Wintrust Arena right after All Elite Wrestling on February 2nd. I'm uh, trying to finalize a show at Reggie's Rock Room, and I want to try and do a stand-up comedy Royal Rumble. I want to try and do that <laughs> somehow. Uh, logistically, that'll be crazy. Speaking of the Royal Rumble, we're going to have our very own Trivia Royal Rumble come up this Saturday. And Jeremy Bennett is the Trivia Master. The He'll trivia be running a, a, a logistical nightmare of questions. Um, Jeremy, what are we working on with that? Give me some. Well, good- we are uh, figuring it out. We're going to we're debating. We're debating right now if we're going to make it make it 1992 Royal Rumble where the champion has to defend his title in the Rumble uh, <laughs> or if he's going to face Sid one-on-one we're, we're we're still working that out uh we've got about 10 to 12 people already lined up we're gonna basically yep. go head to head and uh uh and then count them down a random entrant comes in after somebody gets tossed over the top rope so uh, i'll be busy this week writing some questions up uh e- either for both the rumble match itself and or uh if we get sid versus uh rick we're gonna have, we'll have to figure that out yet yeah, we still have to do some talking we're still, well, you know, the the, the champ the champ is ducking uh, uh, the uh, the administra- the administration. Yeah, uh, yeah and calling him out because at? we've been trying to reach out to him yeah. so we can lock him in for this Saturday. Your number one contender, Sid SP three. He He's confirmed. In. He confirmed, and he brought a plus one. Who are you bringing? All right, so you make sure you confirm with the commissioner right down here and the administrative people that are trying to set this up. Yeah, so we we might have to have a vacation of the a vacate an abdicate as WWE likes to use that word abdicate the the title. Uh, we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see what happens here. Come on, you got to give him something to believe in, Rick. Uh, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. No, sh- check out Rick's new podcast, Believe in Pro Wrestling. It's actually really really cool. Yeah, that is available on all the different platforms as well. Rick's always great to us. You can check him out on Friday nights with Dutch Mantel and Sid covering SmackDown and Rampage. It's all in love. It's all uh, in love. Vince Russo on the channel as well, covering last night's Money at Raw, where he referred to uh, Kevin Owens as looking like Fred Flintstone out there with his tie and his T-shirt on, <laughs> uh, which is not, I don't know. I've heard worse insults. It's a, it's a dated reference. Yeah. So let's all uh, – also, we have to have a prayer circle, by the way, for – 
for Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong. Uh, he is going to face Walter tonight. Oh. And I'm, I'm, I'm praying for him and his family right now. Rest uh, in peace. This is like a Dragon Ball Z and put yeah. our hands out and just give him our energy because he's going to need it. Yeah, he's going to need it. Uh, Walter versus Roderick Strong tonight at NXT. Yeah. Uh, and Roderick is going to wake up chopped into AEW and he can join his hold. You know what? I'm just going to give the blessing right now. Salami Nama. <laughs> I have a purple chest in the morning. <laughs> you won't have a chest. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's get out of here. You guys have a good night. Remember, tune in tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. for another episode here of The Top Story. And remember, when you're watching wrestling, you have to do the most important thing, which is what, gentlemen? Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk to them. See? See? Ye old. Ye See? old, yeah. Let yeah. me talk to you. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out.